Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 126 for the week of May 1st, 2010. Welcome to May, everybody. It's time for those flowers, right? No. Haven't okay. seen any yet. I haven't seen any yet. I've seen you dandelions. Change, my calendar. Uh, change your calendar. All right. I'm in the vast, empty desert that is Texas right now. What as, are flowers? Yeah, as you can hear, I've got a slightly different crew for you than normal. First up with us is Sam Marcello. Howdy, howdy. Um, then I've got Emmanuel Marino. Howdy, y'all. And finally, it's Mr. Wilson. Or Glenn the Wilson. Best reviewer on staff. That's right. My reviews are epic. <laughs> and late. Really, 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 really late. Yes, yes. Lately, they have been late. Except Strange Journey. They've all been late. <laughs> oh, well, let's get right into it. Thanks for joining us this week, or joining me this week. I appreciate you guys stepping in. I don't know where Michael's at. Anna's busy. Basically, everyone said, eh, podcast is stupid this week. I don't want to participate. Even Except the news me. department. They didn't even give me any stories off RP Gamer. I had to go, like, dig everywhere else for, like, it's just a slow news week. It's a slow week. I think everyone's tired. Do you think that no, uh, Michael's absence might be related to some personal issues? Who? Michael. No. Why? Okay. I know. Oh, no. You hinting at something? I don't, I don't think it's related to that. Yeah. Okay. He was he was at a baseball game last night, and I think he uh, stayed up too late. Stayed up code word oh, for Oh, wait, George. wait, wait. Twitter has been useful. He's at Vivian's <laughs> dance class. Okay. And he didn't tell That's me. That's manly. Yeah. I want to watch four-year-old girls dance. That's, that, that's a good use of my Saturday. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I think it's okay if you made one of them. <laughs> Can't it just go run and play with the other four-year-old? Isn't that the whole point of putting your children in extracurricular activities? To have them be babysat for a weekend and you can hang out at home? Yeah, unless the wife makes you go and watch. Anyway. I think that was that was why I was in Boy Scouts. Was my mother knew that one weekend a month I would be gone in the woods, doing my own thing, and she could do whatever she wanted all weekend and not have to deal with me. It was babysitting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this we is got what a I call chat chemistry. room. <laughs> we got a chat room here, and they're asking me questions, and that's what's distracting me. If you want to join in the chat room and distract me during the show, and know that that awkward pause was caused by you, you can do that by. <laughs> listening to the show live we start at 9 a.m pacific or noon eastern you can join the chat room at rpgamer.com slash live or with your any favorite irc client you have go to irc.esper.net and join the room pound rp gamer so we're five uh, minutes in and you're already doing filler that's not filler <laughs> i gotta get that stuff in every week that's not oh, okay. filler this <laughs> that's early? a requirement this... i do it whenever okay. it comes up i like to shake it up because if you put it at the end everyone's like oh yeah this again they tune it out but if you catch well, them off guard, right. yeah, see? What da, you see? see? Kung Fu podcasting. Thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my podcast foo is very good. I got made fun of this week for being white in a Japanese restaurant. That was awesome. Got made fun of for it? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And don't even well, get me started of. on the Japanese. <laughs> no, 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 no. There. It's, you know you found a good Japanese restaurant when you're the only white person. But then when you walk in and you're like this big pale white guy with a shaved head, everyone turns their heads and stares at you. And I guess the, the sushi chef was watching me eat. And when I was done, he was talking about how I was very good with chopsticks and it surprised him. Good. Oh. So oh, he's cheesy, white person, but it was you're like not stupid. <laughs> right, exactly. I guess he's used to white people. And I came in and I ordered a tuna, tuna sashimi, and they're like, "Are you sure? Do you know what that is?" And I was like, "Yeah." And like, so then the, you know, the waitress told the sushi chef, and he looked at me. He was like, "Tuna sashimi?" And I was like, "Yes." Hi. 
No, you, you know should have been like, like hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse racism. Isn't it great? I was like, are you going to let me order this? I know. It's a slab of raw fish and some rice. Can I please eat it? What, what do people normally eat there? I don't know. I guess they don't get white people that walk in and you know, go stroll up to the bar and order sashimi. I, I guess I mean, they, they, they decided that running a Japanese restaurant in the middle of Texas where barbecue and beef is king is a profitable venture. And they're surprised when people come in and order the food they sell. I, I just think I think it was just purely racist. I think they just <laughs> haven't seen a white person do that before. Are, is, is there a big Japanese? Where are you in Texas that you've got like Japantown? It's, well, it's I, I think I just happened to find a really good Japanese restaurant. It's across the street from the hotel. And it's so full people of were flying in from Japan to eat there. I love uh, the I code did. word. The code is really good Japanese restaurant translates into like a sort of like the, the, the country club. No Jews allowed. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it translates into. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be their secret. It just, you know, it happens to be I can see it from my uh, from my window. Uh, no, I was listening in you the You should have walked in and said ancient Chinese secret, huh? Oh, <laughs> would slapped you. Oh, super, super Japanese secret. Oh, God. I don't, no, what I, is I, that? I listened on some uh, business travelers who were, of course, all Japanese, and they were speaking in English for a little bit. Yeah. And he said that every time he has business in Dallas, he I'm probably about 30 minutes from Dallas. He yeah. said every time he has business in Dallas, he drives out to this restaurant because he you, thinks it's the best Japanese restaurant in, like, a, I guess, a 30-minute radius of Dallas. Ah. Uh. I and then he switched to place. Japanese, and I was lost. <laughs> so who shot JR? <laughs> I did not have secret Japanese agent of that. So, Nix, you're Japanese. What do you think of all this? I'm going in a corner now. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> the, this morning has been decide what Nix is, then make fun of her for being it. <laughs> Earlier, she was Casper the Ghost. Now she's Japanese. I don't really understand it. At least for making her into very thin, attractive things. Yes, there you go. It's not like now you're a moo cow. You're a floating, levitating moo cow. Yeah, moo. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being on, moo cow. All right, so let's start with our feedback. I hate you guys. So, Moontha, could you uh, stop eating and join the cast? First is from Chris Manning. Chris Manning writes in and says, I thought it was interesting that Final Fantasy thirteen wasn't even mentioned as a contender for best RPG of the current gen. He's referring to a show a couple weeks ago. I'm curious how time will treat this game, how we will look back on it. Um, when I think back on exper- my experience playing the game, I don't have too many warm and fuzzies, but that's just me. Uh, Wait, what was the game again? 13. Manny, what was the game? Oh, 13. Um, oh, 13, right. Yeah. Did what? any of you play it? <laughs> None of you played me? it. Yeah. No, I'll make, I'll make fun of it if you want, but I haven't no, played no, it. I, no, only if uh, you have legitimate complaints. <laughs> I've only played four hours. Four hours, okay. So wrong I... people to ask. All right, how about this question? With, with, which of all the Dragon Quest games available in the U.S., he asks, via legitimate localization, no ROMs or whatever, does each cast member think is the best for a noob to the series like myself? Dragon Rocket Quest Nine. <laughs> what? All right, Manny says Dragon Quest Nine. What did you say, Mukau? <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Rocket slime. Rocket slime? The best one. See, see you always slime? ruin these. <laughs> Sam, you ruin these. We ask you what's the best Final Fantasy, and you're like, tactics. That's a real one. Now we're like, what's the best Dragon Quest? And you're like, Rocket Slime. I, I, Seriously. But <laughs> tactics is, is at least like an epically awesome game, so it's you can at least see how somebody would suggest that. Rocket Slime? <laughs> 
the game it's everyone played with and thought, well, that's cool, but you know, it's done and it's not like a real Dragon Quest. Okay, I you know, Michael might go with you on that one. Games, Michael okay? really liked it. I'm gonna say eight. I think that exemplifies the series and is ex- excellent, and it's up to modern okay, standards. Chris, well, reasonably. how many of the Dragon Quests have you finished? Yeah, eight. <laughs> so you're you're recommending the only one yes. you finished? I think yeah. nine is going to be the most. But accessible. what else am I supposed to do? That's the one that was, appealed to me, and it played it through passed. it, and it was excellent. I'm going to do eight. You can do like Dragon be... Quest. <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, I'm going to recommend eight. I think it's a great experience. I don't even care. It's like I I can wholeheartedly recommend that game, just basically on in general to anybody. So if he's asking for a Dragon Quest game, I think it's fair to recommend that. I say five. I think right. five is the most accessible. So Maybe even the best one. Go with go with the portables are apparently very popular. But if you start with five, you're missing out on the story that is in four. No, you're not. <laughs> it's like it's it's a sequel, but it's a sequel that takes place a thousand years later. You know, well, that, it's not like you run into people and you're supposed to recognize them. It's like you run into tombstones and you're supposed to recognize them. It's, so, really so you don't you don't agree with playing all the fantasy stars in order either? I've never played a fantasy star. Oh, I didn't oh wow! Those you okay. kind of should. Because <laughs> <laughs> those have Even like thousand I... year gaps, and they you know no problem. I mean, it's not. I mean, the only yeah. reason why four, five, and six are a trilogy is because they take place in the same kind of world, or they do take place in the same world. It doesn't really, for story reasons, you don't need to play them in order, right. or you don't need to play four to understand five. I didn't. I played and reviewed five, and I hadn't played four yet. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, yeah. So really, to sum up, this is what I expected. Five and five and eight are the most popular ones right now that I've been hearing about. Yeah. And the only nine scary is about thing hit, about eight. But... Eight is like seventy or eighty hours long. Is the only thing. So if you uh, yeah, don't I like broke a hundred hours sick on of it early. Yeah. You know, five is compact enough that I think it's a good first. Uh, Can you find first... eight for cheaper than five though? Yes, because it's Probably. a PS2 game. So yeah. So there you go. Hope that helps you. Moving on to a letter from Jack Fox, who I don't believe is anybody's real name, but whatever. Um, Greetings to the RPG cast. My name is Jack. I prefer Badger. Okay, Badger, you can hang out with Moocow later. I have recently begun listening to the RPG, to the RP cast. He calls it RP cast. It's RPG cast. Or the role-playing cast. I'm reading from the, go to the Google page I linked you. I got the letters on there. (sighs) Fine. I gave you two links. (laughs) So (laughs) easy, man. (laughs) I am a hardcore game player and prefer RPGs over other types. I enjoy, I especially enjoy the times you talked about Final Fantasy XIII, which is my favorite of all the RPGs out currently, and you made valid points about what flaws it does have. I have a quick question for all of you. Well, more of an opinion than a question. Uh, my friend and I were talking, Oh, more of an opinion question, he says. My friend and I were talking about this game and what could have been done to improve on the battle system, and our only conclusion was that they could have possibly added a multiplayer aspect to it like Eternal Sonata did. Um, so this is awkward, because you guys have all played Eternal Sonata, and I haven't, and I've played Final Fantasy XIII, and you haven't. So this I haven't be... played either of them. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I With... haven't played them. I've uh, <laughs> played, like, played four hours of thirteen and none of Eternal Sonata. Hey, if you want to talk about Western RPGs, we're your guys, man. Talk us, ask us about Fallout 3. Yeah. yeah. Within yeah. which player one would control the leader, and players two and three would control the other characters, the lead player would control the paradigm shifting and would supposedly inform the other player what he was going to do. What do you think of all that? I think that's great with one major flaw. RPG players don't have friends, so... What? No, hey, we have <laughs> siblings. <laughs> we have siblings. Um, I play games with my boyfriend. Yeah, there you go. That's you, exactly yes. it. You, you have a significant other. You force to play games with you. It's like play games no. with you. You have sex. That's yeah, what that's basically how you do it. You have to bait him with reproduction. <laughs> that's great. 
The what? lead player would control the paradigm shifting and would supposed Reproduction. Yeah. Like, no babies for you ever if you don't play video games. <laughs> you know how your mom wants that grandkid? You don't want to make your mom yeah. angry, right? Yeah, I am the baby factory. You're going to play games <laughs> with me or you get nothing. So if you're a girl and can manipulate a guy based on his hormones, then, yes, I think this is a great plan. So. It's true. It works for rom-coms. <laughs> it works for rom- <laughs> romantic comedies, yeah. Has there ever been a multiplayer all-sit-on-the-couch RPG that wasn't terrible? I mean, you could do that with Final Fantasy VI. It just wasn't any fun. And People like doing it with uh, Secret of Mana, but I didn't think that was any fun either. It's true. Fable 2 I, was no, terrible. I did it with Secret of Mana. I thought it was fun, um, unless somebody got caught on the edge of the screen and wasn't keeping up. But we actually it's had fun with that. a buggy game. Well, not that buggy, but... Secret of Mana? Yeah. That was the game where you could skip bosses by and like miss cutscenes by walking around them. Nice. <laughs> like the game expected you to talk to them. I, I hadn't done that. That was the game where you could miss entire sequences just by uh, going to dungeons in the order that developers didn't expect you to. Hmm. That was the game where you could miss orbs to upgrade your weapons, and then it would make them reappear in later places. You can get them in later places, go yep. back and get the previous one you missed, and get super-leveled weapons you weren't supposed to have. Now, that I did. Very buggy, that I did. I noticed that I've happening. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know, I think I had some of that happen with the... Oh, Nix is making big, fat Mukau emoticons in the chat. That's really <laughs> nice. Look how big those are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did actually, I think, miss some sequences, and that explains a lot. Because I've been wondering, how come this happened this time I played the game? It didn't happen the last time I played the game. <laughs> like This whole thing. I don't remember this happening ever before. I don't think there's ever been an RPG I played where I was like, this battle system would be so much more awesome if I could play it with someone else. I mean, it's usually our, I mean maybe maybe a game like Mass Effect would have been nice you know, if I, I even it, was controlling one of the other ones. But I've that's done that. I, I've done it. In high school, I had a friend, and we tried that a couple times. And it's not you don't play through a whole game like it, but... I think it'd be fun. Well, look at it. Look at it in a modern way. The modern games that try to do this are like Borderlands, right? And those mm-hmm. seem to be working well with this model. Well, it's different. That's that's. I mean, that's more like a shooter that kind of added di- enough Diablo. But what about Diablo Two it? itself? Diablo Two let you do this. Yeah, but these aren't these aren't like traditional Japanese RPGs. Right. That's Dragon Quest Nine. It's the only one I can think of. But it's is does it, that have good multiplayer? I don't think it. I think they pulled that out. The multiplayer? Yeah. No way. Not yeah. for the American release. No. <laughs> They're not going to add it for the American release. <laughs> I mean, Diablo was a Blizzard game. I mean, since Diablo 1, I mean, that's what made Battle.net. All the games Blizzard makes, they try to make it multiplayer so more and more people buy their games and they make more and more money. And they're very successful at it. So, I mean, the whole point of Diablo 2, I think, was for it to be fun to play on Battle.net with other people. It wasn't really made to be a single-player game. All right. Apparently, Dragon Quest Nine has local multiplayer. Yeah. Okay. But the the most recent story on that is in mid two thousand nine. So whatever. And they are, it's all about before release in Japan. So that's weird. Hey, we'll know about it like in a month, right? Yeah, and we're gonna need um we're gonna need some way of uh, experiencing that local multiplayer since you know. Local because multiplayer RP sucks. Have yeah. Well, no, not nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has friends nearby in the U.S., it seems. You need Wi-Fi. Everyone wants to play on their couch. No one wants to come over and play on someone else's couch. Everyone's couches are off limit, apparently. What's up with that? Um, Badger, that. Badger, Badger, Badger person says, Badger Lord. He's in our chat room, by the way. Badger Lord also says June 16th is National, uh, National Badger Day. So he says, go out and hug a badger. 
And um, if you get injured by that, his contact info is uh, no. Uh, Enough of this furry propaganda. You need to sue him because you're gonna get killed. You hug a badger, he'll slash your face. It's kind of like is he giving us a month and a half to prepare for it? I don't know. It's kind of. I have to wonder. Oh, there's two badgers. Oh my gosh, there's Badger Lord and Were Badger. Does Badger Lord command Were Badger? Does he tell Were Badger what to do? Yeah. Oh, that's confusing. And do they realize that I'm in Wisconsin, which is kind of the state with badgers? No. You know what my favorite badger movie is? Is um no wait never mind that's the that's wrong <laughs> that's, those are Wolverines. <laughs> uh, I, I was wondering where you were going to go with that. I can't think of any movies with, badger. <laughs> with badgers. <laughs> All right, well let's 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 do our Google Voice calls. So here's the first call. Oh no. Hey guys, this is Blood Only Spills. Listening to us for a while. You're absolutely a website I can't live without. I have a question for you. Do you honestly think Yuji Hori or any of the Dragon Quest team have, I don't know, have any plans to develop any kind of game for iPad, iPad Touch, or Hello iPhone? And what direction do you think it will take? Maybe we might even see Itadaki come over here to the Western Shores because that's you know not too big of a risk. And just uh, what kind of chance do you think they have, basically? Thanks. Uh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. it, well, really, Square Enix DLG is the one handling all of those kind of games, so it would have to go through them. Yeah, I, I don't see Yuji Hori working on that sort of no, stuff. No, not... But I would I would maybe see is uh, Dragon Quest Wars get ported over to the iPhone or iPad. Yeah, I could see that. So Dragon Quest-based properties, but probably not stuff that he'd be working on himself. I think that... You know, they have a... <laughs> Their console teams are busy enough because their games take so oh, yeah. long to come out. I, why I mean, he's going to spend all of his time this? on Dragon Quest X yeah. for the Wii. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think, too. All right, here's our second call. That was fast. We're just banging these out. Hey, guys. It's Night Storm. I just had to call and rebut Draconis's, uh talk last week about the Crystal Bears, if it was released on PlayStation 3, being better than Final Fantasy XIII. Did you play Crystal Bears, honestly? Because, ouch. Absolutely horrible. Um, mm. But other than that, you know, I'm not a big fan of 13 Story either, but seriously, the Crystal Bears, mm. yeah. Try it out again and let me know. Very, very bad. Yeah, that's all. Oh, good. I'm glad to see that my snap um, anti-Crystal Bears judgment was vindicated by somebody who tried it. <laughs> Nothing to say on that, huh? Well, I wasn't uh, kidding when the entire story is basically some kid saying "Yippee, you who" the whole time. You don't want blue dragon? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I guess uh, that is the same thing, huh? It's it's kind of I feel like the plots of about half these games I played. That's that's it. I like There's a that. world that needs to be saved, but really, you're watching a kid go "Yippee, woohoo" for uh, forty yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's listen to our next. Let's listen to our next call. Oh, and to rebut uh, Dracronis' other message, yeah, it is uh, 608-729-4098. He got it right last time, but I just felt like rebutting him. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> you got rebutted. I was going to say the number this time. That is the number to call the RPG cast. Boom, you got rebutted. I got re- rebutted. We need a soundboard. <laughs> it's rebutted. Like like the Unreal Tournament guy voice. That'd be awesome. All right, they've got one last call here. 
Yo, RPG cast, this is Draconis. Uh-oh. Out from Fire Mist or any of the other guys. Have you played yet Record of the Air Guest War? And if so, how is it? Well, Sam, tell us all about it. And I won't remind you of the number this time. Hopefully you'll remember. (laughs) Don't worry, Draconis. You don't need to worry about it this week. (laughs) Okay. At record of the Agarest War. Yeah, Michael isn't here, and I can tell you what he feels about that. Nix, you played it, right? Yeah. Uh You like sausages, so tell me all about it. Yeah, how are you enjoying that game? Um... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Be honest. I'll be honest. Um, uh-huh. It's kind of one of those games where it's so bad, it's bad, but so entertaining that you're kind of like, you know what? This is so dumb and so shallow, but I don't care. I'm going to keep playing and see if it gets any better. I'm only two hours in. Michael's ahead of me. But we were talking about it. and like I'm not even at the stages where I can you know, actually put the moves on the girls because I really only have one girl. And she looks like Jailbait. I'm not putting the moves on Jailbait. I don't know, man. She, Jailbait's uh, pretty hot. Is she the one trying to eat the sausage in the promo material? No, no. She comes Are there mini-games where you're trying to see how many sausages you can get in her? No. No, there is no sausage mini-game. Though, you know what? I'm sure Axis would probably love you if you pitched that to them. <laughs> I can picture now. You can see how far you put it in before you choke. Oh, ew, That's no. terrible. Um, did you... Did you actually finish this game? I just started it. You just started it? Two hours in. I just started it about two hours in. Did you hear what Michael did? What did he do? Um, He he tried to play this game. He tried to play this game. He wanted to love this game. He's returned it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I knew about that. He returned it? He returned it. He returned the Xbox. He doesn't return games. He returned this game. (laughs) Yeah. Did he he did. The, uh, Let me put it this pad? way. He didn't even. Um. Uh. What was it? What was the last one he hated? Chaos gem. No. Crim- no. Um. Cross edge. Cross edge. He didn't even return cross edge. He returned this. <laughs> Ouch. Well, you know what nope. he did. Well, you know how he returned it. He's he got a preview copy of the release from um, whoever's publishing this. Who's publishing? Yeah. Axis and um, canceled his Amazon pre-order. Yeah. That included That's- the boob mouse pad, which he was very excited to get. I think that's worth 60 bucks. <laughs> he says, I was never going to use it. It was going to go in a pile of stuff I can't use, like the shirt yeah. for Muramasa Demon Blade. It's like, okay. He was never going to use it, quote, unquote. About yeah. that shirt. Okay, that yeah. was a hideous shirt. <laughs> that was terrible. He wasn't allowed to use it around his wife was the problem. That's when you bring yeah. it into the workplace and you use it at work where he you're has, full of guys. He has and a man cave. And- he's, got a, he's got his own little private office game playing area that he could put the mouse pad in, shut the door, and use whenever he wanted to. But, I don't know. Yeah, he could bring it into work. He's got some cool stuff at work. Uh, so that's uh, apparently uh, no, Draconis, don't don't get it. Uh, everybody who was sane and looked at that game who realized this is going to be a piece of crap um, was right. <laughs> I'm probably going to still play a little bit more, uh, a little bit more of it, just just to see yes, if I can get a little further. Well, now, is this there's bad? There's stuff about it I don't hate. That's the there's thing. Stuff it's about just it the you story don't hate. is. Really bad. You know, like, like, the character design. like they turn on. This is like, like me trying to defend White Knight Chronicle, isn't it? I, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I actually don't mind the combat in this game. Oh. But, like, everything else about it Yet. I think is absolutely dumb. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think Michael liked the combat, so you differ on that point. Yeah, you know what? 
it reminds me, and I was talking to Max Storm about it, um, Vandal Hearts 2. What okay. ends up happening is you have a, a move phase and an attack phase. You say and a move phase? Move. Move phase. All right, got I it. Hate you. I will walk off this call, man. <laughs> then you can suffer Glenn alone. Oh, Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> but it would take okay. you a while to walk off. I mean... <laughs> Not really. <laughs> she didn't Anyways... <laughs> So you have your move phase, you have your attack phase. In the move phase, you would position your characters however you want to. But when the move phase is over, both your party and the enemy party move at the exact same time. So yeah, and Michael hated how you couldn't like use strategy then because you'd do everything based on where everybody is, and then they'd do different stuff, and all the the planning you did wouldn't necessarily work. See, I think it sounds like the problem Michael had had is it required too much strategy. And he was like, thinking, brain can't handle, oh, must mean. return. Around it. There's a ways around that, though. I mean, there are oh, okay. um, squares on the grid that have certain abilities that, you know, can be used. Um, for an example, if you put um, two characters, let's say, ones are apart, they can do a link move. And one character is next to the enemy, they can both attack at the same time. So there are like, ways around this whole move phase issue. Like, I okay. don't actually... I'm not actually bothered by it. In the attack phase, it's kind of... It's one of those games where it relies solely on using attack points. So you can attack as many times as you want, as long as you have enough attack points to do it. And as long as you either deal enough damage or, you know, get your ass handed to you... Um, you know, your SP goes up. So when your special points go up, you can also unleash bigger moves that could attack either the entire map or, you know, just one enemy, depending on what you're doing. So I actually don't mind that part because I've been playing around with it and just seeing how many um, turns I can pop off at a time. The other neat thing, I guess, about it that I haven't really seen in too many tactical games is the fact that um, if... um, We all know that most tactical games, obviously, first character with the highest agility, they go first... You can actually take your slower characters, and as long as they're close to whichever character is currently attacking, they can attack at the same time, meaning that a slower character can actually get the jump in the queue and attack during that turn, during whoever's turn it is at the moment. It sounds kind of confusing, but when you play it, like it makes a lot more sense. But when you play it, it's really confusing. Wait, no. Uh, Other way? Not, I don't find it that confusing. Okay. Good. It's... No. I, I'm just saying, I, know, I don't think a lot of people are interested in Nigarest, where everybody was thinking, oh, it's just going to be a big joke, and it is kind of a big joke, but I don't so really you don't, hate it. So you don't, like any, you don't like the localization, story, graphics, characterization? You know, but the localization is funny. Okay. So that's two things but you like. The story, the story itself is really, really bad. The characters yeah. are really, really bad, um, very one-dimensional. You kind of want to be... Is the artwork stupid. pretty? Are the graphics the not pretty? Bad. The, the, not the bad. in-game graphics are... Um, I don't really like them very much. Oh. But then again, you know, they, they look grainy on my high-def TV. Yeah. So I think I need to, you know, get the high-def cables. I don't actually have them yet. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, that would be a good way to, to start from. They, yeah. Even then, even Michael said they don't look that great even with the high-def oh, okay. high cables. All so, right. you know what? I mean, that's a point that he and I agree on. So... Um, but yeah, two hours in. Don't really have much else to say about it other than I have jailbait and I don't want it. 
<laughs> I have jailbait and I don't want it. Okay. It just sounds like the kind of game where you can get a better tactical game and you can get better titillation from the oh. internet for free. I'm sure you can. I'm sure. You know what? Titillation, Daniel Hart yeah. claims that Jun- Judgment is a better game if you want a new tactical game right now. I'm sure that one's a lot better. Yeah, that's but... a, that was fun, and it's not too long. I like it. Yeah, this one apparently about 60 hours, so I mean, I've got ways to go. But the, the character designs don't look as nice as the ones in this did, but apparently the art graphics aren't good anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, that's all I can level against Battle Hearts right now, and don't expect a deep story. <laughs> Okay. And that's not a great comparison for me either, because I wasn't a big fan of the last Vandal Hearts game. Well, I, I hadn't played the previous Vandal Hearts, so I was just judging it on its own, and I had plenty of fun for my money. But Well, same here. It was the only Vandal Hearts I played was Flames of Judgment. I okay. didn't think it was that great. Oh, you guys need game. to play the, the original two. The original two are fantastic. I, I, I The original or two are archaic, ancient, and uh, I'd never had a PlayStation. Yeah, well... Well, guess what? If you, you had one. Oh, you don't have a PS3, do you? I have a PS2. I mean, I can play PlayStation oh, okay. games. It's just, they look, you know, they look ugly. It's, it scrolls your skin. Ugly. You try to, like, it's so terrible. They look so ugly. All right. His, you know what else looks like an ugly ripoff of Pokemon? Every uh, mirror in your house? No. That doesn't even make sense. All right. In your face. I was going to say Monster Hunt, Monster Racers, which is Koei's no. new game, which is coming out next week, apparently. Um, I don't know where we got this date from. Uh, it says it's... So you, you, you track down and tame and race some of the weirdest creatures the world has ever seen. So it looks like it's it's monsters that you catch and level and race with. So it is Pokemon, but with racing. That's what's coming out next week. Is it, an, is it recovering that? Is that an RPG? Yeah, we're covering it. Ooh. Yeah. Good luck. I hope, I hope uh, Philip Willis is reviewing that. Yeah. The, the next week is 3D Dot Game Heroes, so... Just hold on for a week, and, and goodness will come. All right, let's 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 hit up our news. Uh, the first thing I got for you is uh, Square Enix news. So they said a couple things this week. The first one, this is such a non-story, but it, it hit the Internet, and we're really short on news, so I'm going to cover it. And he says, uh, Yoichi Wada said, Square Enix's computer graphics team did collaborate with Eidos' Montreal team on the Deus Ex Human Revolution te- trailer, but currently each studio is fully involved with the development of their own games. I do think that future collaborations between studios will happen, though, depending on the project. So what's important about this, it sounds like there's a time where Eidos and Square Enix teams will work on the same project. What is that going to look like? I don't know. Are you guys ready for Final Raider, the tomb generation? I don't... All I know is this. I do not want like multiple zippers or f- f- spiky hair or gigantic swords in my Deus Ex. <laughs> Doesn't he Didn't already Deus have Ex spiky already hair? Had, yeah, I will say Deus yeah. Ex already had some of that. Going I remember on. that uh, cover art. Not 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 wait, not that kind of a. It was like straight up stuff, man. Right. I mean, it was like a, the Matrix ripoff. It was all about leathers and zippers and spiky hair and stuff like uh, that. Not like Nomura's leathers and zippers and buckles and belts. So Nomura just takes <laughs> it to a ridiculous level, is what you're saying? See, you're, the problem with Nomura is he put belts and leather and zippers on Donald Duck. Yeah. I think taking it and putting it on Deus Ex characters will seem a little more okay. I was okay I with his Donald Duck designs, honestly. It's, I, how I you didn't see when you it. see a Deus Ex guy who looks exactly like Cloud. <laughs> and another one that looks exactly like Gak. Well, you know what? Since it's a first-person shooter, you don't have to stare at him that much, so it doesn't matter. You know? 
No, okay, not good enough for you. All right, I got it. <laughs> I understand. I felt Deus Ex went into third person a lot. Does it go? Thir- what... Is it third person? Okay, I haven't played it. It's been I a long it was time. First person. I, I I think for some abilities you used, I thought it went into third person. Maybe you might have been able to. You could play it in either first or third. I don't. It's I mean ten years. I don't remember. Nix is shouting into the chat room, I am not Moo Cow. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? I'm still mad at you guys. <laughs> Why are you telling the chat room? You could have been Casper. You could have told us in the Skype. You could have told us in, in the chat, in the, in the cast. It's so true, man. Casper sounds yeah, cool. You, you could be a gangster. Yeah. You could be a ghost. We don't know what's what. You could be a sexy Latina. Come on. Well, I do have really I don't nice think there's breasts. ever been a sexy Latina ghost, ever. Oh, Jennifer you Lopez. haven't seen the Caster, Casper uh, TV series, I don't think. I thought it was because ghosts are like souls, and Latinas don't have souls, and they can't become oh, ghosts. Goodness. He Glenn. went there, he went Glenn. there. Send your letters to... <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Those no. dark, vacant eyes they have, even when they're in their human shells. What are you talking about? You were this weird. This is why the Japanese people didn't like This you. is why we don't have Glenn on. <laughs> All right. How about uh, more Square Enix tell news? tell the Japanese people they don't have souls. No, we're done with that. Either. We're done with that. More Square Enix news. Um, they're talking about the fact that they are going to be doing more casual games, like on your, on your Facebook. So it sounds like we're right in the midst of several titles right now, says Square Enix producer Takahiro Ando. Uh, in terms of content, it'll be a response to what fans would likely be expecting of us. Like, what would a social game from Square Enix be like? When I produce a game, I try to value those ex- expectations as much as I can. So I'm thinking of a social game that emphasizes story and background the way Square Enix is known for. Uh, let's see. So what else did they say? Um, like our approach with the iPhone, there might be basic ports of Final Fantasy, but we'd also like to challenge ourselves with new titles. Well, that's good to hear. So look forward to uh, casual stuff. So wait, this news story is someone at Square saying that eventually one day they'd like to work into social networking games? Yeah. Well, it but says they're not actually it, doing well, anything. No, it sounds like, like they are working on it. Oh, yeah, that sounds wait, great. He says it we're right no, in well. the midst of several titles right now. I call BS. because They can say whatever they want. On their Squeenix members page. It just sounds like they're going to move what they do on their Squeenix members page over to Facebook or something like that. Well, that would make sense. But that thing so they already have a ton of Flash games and friend no, games where I, you earn points and yeah, you yeah, customize yeah. an avatar. Yeah. Well, the one where you customize an avatar, this is great. You enter into a 3D game world, and you know what you can do in that world? Chat with mm. people and watch trailers. It's like home. Wow. It's like home. Yeah, <laughs> it, except it's it's not as good as home. <laughs> you know? Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Because, well, it was made years before to run in a browser. So what are you going to do? Did you see anything else? Um, Oh, everybody knows that current social games aren't exactly all high quality, but I think we'll see a lot of innovation coming their way in the future, Um, says Yuji Akaba, managing director of social networking venture firm Breakthrough Partners. Such a startup name in the Famitsu article. Uh, Social games are in the same place that the Famicom was when it was first released. The games are going to get better, and the p- way people communicate through them will change as well. That guy isn't even from Square Enix. Why am I reading this quote? Next yeah, article. and this guy's full of BS. I can think of like Just, 10 browser-based games that are all the first, social. The first guy was from Square Enix, but that guy wasn't. I'm sorry. All right, because that. that guy has no due clue what he's Yeah, the first about. guy, is, uh, he's from Square Enix. Like, we're working on stuff now. Look for it to you know, consume your life like Farmville later, I guess. Either that or because, just you know, be another port of, of Final Fantasy. <laughs> that are pretty good right now, like Lord of Ultima. That's a social, free yeah. game. 
and it doesn't great. even use Flash. There you go. But um, it it it's too slow to run on an iPad anyway, um. <laughs> which I don't understand. <laughs> they they've made the most Lord of Ultima is the most heavy, intensive browser experience that doesn't use Flash I've ever seen. I don't know what they're doing. It's weird. I don't think it's HTML5 either. They found some weird way of doing everything. All right. So more Square news. Uh, this is sad. Did you guys hear about but this? But is it a surprise? Uh, no, I guess not, because we haven't heard anything on this in a long time. So you know how we haven't gotten any Final Fantasy V or VI for the DS? No 3D remakes of them, rather? Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, they say uh, there are technical problems. Yeah, Shinji Hashimoto, uh, who's the <coughs> producer, he says, there are technical problems. Presently, these are also undecided. He's referring to Final There's Fantasy V. There's no technical problems. Well, I think there is. The games look like crap when they turned into 3D on the DS. So that's probably what his technical problem didn't is. Didn't stop them after 4. I think it, no, I think it did stop them after 4. <laughs> I mean, they could have realized during... I mean, after 3. I mean, they made 3, and 3 looked pretty ugly. And then they yeah. made 4, and 4 looked four better. Looked pretty, yeah, better, but still ugly. And now they're making final, that the uh, 4 Warriors of Light, which still looks pretty ugly, but not so as ugly as the other two. But, I mean, come on. How far are you going to go with this? It seems like they want to do... If they want to... Man, I'm speculating here, but I'm guessing that they want to do it right, and they like these games, and they don't want them to look ugly. Maybe that's me hope being too hopeful. What do you? If think? it's true that 3DS is going to be like similar in power to a GameCube, I could easily just see them making these games a few years down the line for the 3DS. That'd be great. I'd love that. I just think they realize they can only milk these things so so many times, and they're realizing that they might have overdone it last decade. Oh, give me a break. They could sell a bazillion copies of a, of a new Final Fantasy VI every time they do it, and they could do it every generation. I don't know, man. I think they could pull I don't down. think so. I don't think that's the case. I mean, I just think they want to, you know, I think they're spacing out a little more. I mean, they got that reputation for being a studio that does nothing but right. republish and remake and port. And for yet years. they're still doing it with Final Fantasy One. They just Final released the iPhone a- ones. Final Fantasy 1 is so used up that it doesn't matter anymore. They can yeah. keep using it. I mean, the product is done. So you, would you say they're, they're milking the moo cow too much? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but they're stopping now, and they're letting it build up massive udders for a few years. And then they'll release four, uh, 5 and 6 later. Oh, good. Does that, does that make you happy? Plus, fam? I think the sooner they do 5 and 6, the more and more pissed off people are going to get that they're not remaking 7. Wow, that is the biggest emoticon ever. (laughs) Her emoticons are getting bigger and bigger. She gets more and more depressed. It's like a whale face. (laughs) There used to be a guy in here named in our chat room called Fat Chocobo, and he would make emoticons like that. I miss him. Don't cry. All right. Don't don't cry. Are you crying about no Final Fantasy V or VI? That's what you should cry about. I I am, actually. Well, here's something to make you happy. Do you like puzzles? About the remakes, uh, too. I mean, yes. the reason why I didn't buy Final Fantasy VI... I had a transition there, and you completely derailed it. This better uh, be good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a point. Well, I was saying, I didn't buy Final Fantasy VI Advance because they had already announced Final Fantasy IV for the DS, and I assumed that they were going to make four, five, and six for the DS. Ah, so they see? lost a six Advance sale on me. Well, now you can go I back already... and buy it on, on, on Advance and get the better translation and enjoy it. Well, no, I mean, they'll, they'll remake it eventually. But it was just, you know, first when I but thought they were going to How long are you going to wait? Months. 
Well, I ended up buying Final. Well, I guess I didn't buy it on the DS because I reviewed it. But I would have bought Final Fantasy IV three times. Yeah. So when it looked like I was going to be doing that, I just didn't buy the advanced one. Well, now you can get six. Well, first, screw I mean, four. Get six. It's the better not one. Not all people out there buy every port and every remake of every Final Fantasy they make. I, I mean, do all the games I want them to remake in 3D. I don't they think they're going to remake them in 3D. I, I mean, why would I buy Final Fantasy Because they did with 4, so they're going to do I still 6. Have, I still have the Super Nintendo version. If I want to play 2D Final Fantasy 6, I have the Super Nintendo under my television. Honestly, just up. to see an, an alternate take on the translation and see some co- different content that stayed in, I don't know. I just I don't usually buy games that I already own and can already play and yeah. you know still have the means to play yeah. if there's not that much of a change. Yeah. That's very very rarely that I've done. I've done yeah. it for a Final Fantasy. I'm doing it for Final Fantasy or from Persona 3 Portable because I want yeah. to Junpei. Why? Oh my god. Just yes. to get the hat. <laughs> just for the You'd hat. You'd be surprised how many people are doing it for the hat. Do you, you don't Dude. understand. I saw that story and I was like I am not plugging the damn hat on my show. I am not shilling for Atlas's hats. And you guys have found a way to drag it into the show. To anyway. all of our <laughs> listeners, if you pre-order Persona 3 Portable now, you get a free Junpei hat. It's awesome. Junpei hat. Junpei I, hat. I wouldn't even wear that. Why would you wear that? It's just because like, it's hat. undercover. It's a it's Venn diagram un- on your head. What it's do you need a Venn? Undercover. That's what it is, man. You can walk around, and no one will know that you're a total nerd. This is like this hat. is a generic corporate logo on the front of this hat. I've so seen this it's everywhere. It's a Gekkon High logo. It's a Gekkon High logo. No, it isn't. It's missing the words. Oh. But still. <laughs> I, want it, I want it for the Mitsuru costume, but that's just me. It's just a joke. I, that's what I don't understand. People want to play this game again on the portable system. That just sounds I like pain. Pain. I want to play Girl Time. It sounds streamlined. They streamlined All right, Sorry, it. sorry. Let the Mukau talk. I hate you. I I'm I want living to in a hotel room. I would much rather play portable games. Okay. I'm not going to take my Wii and take my PlayStation and put them in a bag for I just, a, a 90-hour portable game, you know? Yeah, that's called value, man. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Sign right. me up. All and right. a hat, too? <laughs> Why would yeah. I say no? Okay. Hey, aren't you playing a 90-hour game? And a game hat, now? too. <laughs> me? I'm playing Yo Mama Chronicle right now. Yo Mama. No, I mean, Yo Chris, aren't you playing Infi- Infinite Space? That's like a 90-hour RPG Is it? right there. Well, I haven't been playing it that much. but yeah. Oh, now he's not going to play it anymore, Manny. Good job. No, I, I've been playing it a little bit. It's just, uh, yeah, it's good. It's solid. So you're right, but I don't know if I'm going to finish it. It's going to, you know, not hold my interest well. But so uh, Persona was good. Persona was pull good. Up, no, forget forget the transition. The, the transition's dead. You shot it. You know, <laughs> it's turned into hamburger. No more transition. Um, I live to destroy your dreams. Yeah, I know. But you know, wait, and wait. wear hats. So yeah, go go pre-order. Is, is that it? You have to pre-order to get the hat. Yeah. All right. I don't want to play this, this game again. This message is sponsored by Atlas. Yeah, I, I'd love to get, you know, I I think it'd be fun to get the hat, but I'm not playing that game. I can't even wear hats. I don't have any hair. Like, baseball caps like that don't fit. I have, like, an egg-shaped head, and it doesn't really fit right without the hair. So I can't even wear it. But it's going to be so awesome sitting on a bookshelf. But Glenn, Glenn, can you wear the huh? chain chomp hat? Well, yeah, I can wear that. I can wear, like, skull caps. I just okay. can, If it's, like, a baseball cap with a rim, you know, like, a rim like that, it doesn't fit my head right without any hair. What if we get you a yellow, uh, red Mario hat? Probably would not fit me either. My head's too thin for like giant round hats like that. It needs to be something that hugs my cat, my uh, head. 
Well, all Chris, right. you wear the Mario hat all the time, don't you? I mean, no, I don't. Like <laughs> no, I don't. It's, it's a me, Mario. Yeah. See, this is useless. Uh, what else does this game give you that's new besides the hat? Girl time. Oh my gosh! Define girl hey, hey. time. You, you get, get to play, to play as, as a, a female girl. protagonist. Yeah. Well, and you can date Junpei oh, and Akihiko. And I want to date Junpei and Akihiko at the same time. So for normal people, what does this give you? What are you trying to say? We don't have female listeners who would love to play, to see themselves represented no, in No, I know that this is good for them, but what about me? What? Why do I want to play this again? Hey, why there are male listeners who might be again? interested in uh, dating Junpei. Are you? Maybe you're the weird one, Chris. Are you interested in, in Junpei? I may have considered it. Okay. Is there anything else in the game that's appealing to you other than that? It comes with a cap. Wow. I can play it in my hotel room. You already finished this game, and you have plenty of other not portable in, games you could play. Room. I finished it at home. But there, you have other portable games you could play, right? Why are you coming back to this one? What is this one giving you? Hey, hey, you didn't you just Ronald. reinstall Diablo 2? Wow, okay. D- didn't you beat right. Diablo 2 ten years ago? Why are you playing it again? Uh, I haven't logged into it since that night, Manny. Oh. So I have. <laughs> it's a nice try, <laughs> but I'm not. That was for game night. <laughs> I, I would have I would have played it with you just because it, with a friend yes I, I I wouldn't mind logging into an old game playing it again with a friend that's different Aww. but playing it playing a ninety hour Persona game over again when I've got so much on my backlog I don't see the point of that all right so the the moral of the story is go buy Monster Hunter or what did you realize that you're wondering why we want to play this this yeah, is I the am. RP gamer RPG of the decade yes this it's is great the best game I know. That came out all last decade so isn't it a bit it. early for nostalgia like that though <laughs> three <laughs> years ago three didn't years first, ago did they come out in 2007 oh maybe I don't think uh, so. yeah I think it was three years ago no all right fine I just I mean it was December 2007 it's still early so for nostalgia I'm sticking with that yeah, nostalgia was you know what else I'm doing? I'm transitioning. There's no, no good Mitsuru. time for nostalgia. What? What about Mitsuru? She's hot and I'm going to have lesbian relations with oh her. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else new with Mitsuru? Does she have more costumes in the dungeon? Is that what you like? It's got all the FES stuff in it too, right? Yeah. Does it Does it have all the improvements in FES? Are they in this? So, yes. I think so. Wait, what, is, what did you say? the answer. Say what? There's no answer content, but a lot of the improvements from Fez are in there. Wait, what do you mean a lot of? Why not all of? I'm just saying the answer is not included. Okay. Nobody likes Fez. the answer. Nobody. Oh. Well, maybe if they gave you a difficulty mode choice and like some options and some flexibility. But they didn't. Here, have I... this really hard game on hard mode, and we've thrown you in here, and you have like no personas. Have fun! <laughs> Who's going to want to do that? The gripe cast. All right. I think we're nearly done with that topic, so let's talk about Square Enix's last news bit of the game. Mir sold well in uh, Japan from the week of April 19th to 25th. So Nier Replicant, which I guess is the one with the, the, low, the, the little kid, the little kid, the younger kid f- protagonist, sold 60,000 right? units. It outsold anything on any other system by like two to one. Um, yeah, the PS3 one. Does the Xbox even exist? Oh, is that how they're doing it there? It's one's on PS3, one's on 360. I think yeah. so. The okay, yeah, the, the 360 Two one didn't. Games. Yeah, the, the the Gestalt one on 360 didn't uh, chart. <laughs> it didn't make the top ten. So, you know what? You know what did? 
Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion for PS3. <laughs> Did that just come Those out? Japanese there? guys have good taste. <laughs> They're just getting around to Oblivion. Good job. I like this. It took about- them five years to remove all the uh, nuclear explosions and things that would offend the Japanese. Other Wait, things that look three. interesting on this chart. Number three is Tokyo Mono Harashi Karasu no Mori Gakuen Kitan, which I don't know what that is, but that sounds awesome. It's a happy fun time. <laughs> Do you know what that is, it's Nick? It's the other high school oh, game. Oh, it's, it's a high apps. school game. All right. So um, it's more dating stuff, right? Um, I actually don't know if that one actually has dating sim elements. So it's just um, taking math classes? No, it's... it's gym class. You know Awkward what? gym class moments. No. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. I'm just, I just know it's another. It's it's based off an anime, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. That's the only thing I know about it. Okay. I pay attention sometimes. And then uh, at number five is Ease Oath in Felgana. I wonder if that's any good. It looks interesting. That's, that's a remake of Ease Three. Oh, is it? All right. So that's what that's what they're playing in Japan right now. Near Replicant doing very well. Uh, that doesn't really tell us anything other than it sold well, but maybe that means the game will be good when it comes out here. Uh, what was Billy? It is out, Chris. It is out here? Yes, it oh. came out on Tuesday. Did anyone um, play Billy it? Has it All right. He said there's shooting stuff in it, right? Something like that. Is, uh... um, he just said that there's a lot of really... Um, there's not. It's not just an action RPG. There's other uh, genres within the game. Like, there's a shooter, and um, he said something about like a platformer in it. So it's, yeah, it's supposed it's to be really just... weird, like a really strange hodgepodge of things. Like the characters and the plot don't really make sense. The type of game doesn't really make sense. So it's, I mean, it's like... like they took a hundred different ideas and stitched them into a patchwork game. So it, it, it's like the epitome of an unapproachable Japanese RPG. <laughs> I guess, although uh, I guess approachable Japanese RPGs tend to be the very same every minute of the entire game. I guess unapproachable ones tend to be a little stranger. Well, if you can't understand the plot, story, game system, or character designs, I mean, what is there to relate to, right? Well, you could say the same thing about Lady Gaga, but we still like her, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Does anybody hear? (laughs) I like Lady Gaga. Who's into Lady Gaga? Oh, wow. All right. I fit some stereotypes. I hate American pop music. I like Cartman singing. She, 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 she does have Tokyo no, she's, Japanese people. That's right. I wish I was in Tokyo with my Japanese people taking me out to karaoke. Um, what I, I do like some of her beat production. Some of the production on some of her songs is not bad, but I mean, really, it's the stuff she sings about. No thanks. And I'm sure if I understood what they sing about in Japan, I'd be just as offended. Yeah. What does that even mean? Why is she singing about a poker face? Can someone explain that to me? <laughs> it means that she wants to hold them like they do in Texas. Uh, yeah, that's our I'm title. In Texas. Thank you, Badger Lord. <laughs> RP Gaga Cast. That's our that's our title this week. <laughs> we want your ugly. We want your disease. What else did she do? What are what are some of the other big songs that I'm supposed to like? Bad romance. I mean, what what bad is that? Romance. Bad romance. How does that go? Bad French romance. It's bad romance. Cool. What, how does that? If play? you watch the, watch the video right now and tell us what you think live. Bad romance. <laughs> you should do that, Chris. Play song from I Like Lady Gaga, Bad Romance, featuring yeah. Beyonce. No, Bad Romance does That's... not feature Beyonce. What are you doing? Man. Where are you looking? Are you making this up? <laughs> this looks. So, there's a bunch yeah. of people in sensory deprivation chambers. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, lots of latex. What the heck is this crap? <laughs> it's it's Deus Ex. This man. is terrible. <laughs> what is this? In, instead of Lady why would Gaga you want cast, to listen like to that? Madonna cast. Madonna cast. Maybe oh, thirty oh, years ago. Oh, she did that telephone <sighs> song, right? Old lady. That's shot like a movie. Nine and a half minute music video. I'm sorry, nobody's prison uniform looks like that. You know they are. You watching five music videos all at the same time? No, I already stopped the other one. I'm I'm waiting for the darn song. So you so you watch what the heck? She's wearing police tape. Why is she wearing police tape? Because it's hot and sexy. Yeah. Why? Oh my gosh. All right, in Japandemonium this week on our site, there were two cool things. Um, well, there's a lot of cool things, but two things I want to point out. One, we had lots of pictures of the upcoming Class of Heroes 2G for the PS3. Mm-hmm. That is a follow-up Yay! to Class of Heroes that will be coming on PS3. Hopefully, we'll be getting here. I don't think we have an official announcement on that. Uh, so go check out screens of that. As well as Half Minute Heroes getting a sequel. Well, not a sequel. A follow-up game from the same company that made it is making one called Gcon de Fantasia. That, that, I guess... Jihad? Jihad Fantasia! What would that be? Gcon de Fantasia. But Gcon de Fantasia is how... I don't know how you want to pronounce it. The people who made Half Minute Hero, they made this. Um, this time it's being published by Idea Factory, which probably means it'll suck. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, here's hoping that the developer makes a difference and the publisher doesn't ruin it. Um, this is Wait, wait. I, I, I zoned out for a sec. Which game is Idea Factory making? I need to write this down on Never Buy List. Gicon oh, no. de it's... Fantasia. This is a Chicken de Fantasia. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. Cause it's like one word, one word is Japanese and one word is not. So I'm really having so, tr- trouble oh, with it. Oh, so I'll need to write it down because nothing about this game sounds good. This is the follow-up from the Half Minute Hero people. Did you like Half Minute Hero? I did. Yeah, so okay. this is the same developers as their next title. But I think that same game with a... Well, I mean, is a, I guess Exceed would still be doing it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Idea Factory tends to destroy and corrupt everything it touches. Yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Um, this one is you pick how long you... So uh, this is hard to explain. Unlike a Half Minute here, I'll just read what um, Mike... What is his name? Michael Baker? Michael, yeah, I'll, re- I'll read what Michael wrote. Unlike Half Minute Hero, adventuring in Jacondia is not a 30-second affair. In fact, it's however long the player feels like playing with a catch. When you select a dungeon, you have also to select the amount of time you'll have to complete the dungeon. Different time means different rewards. Different levels of treasure and greater likelihood of meeting bosses. Adding more to the schedule are time events and button events, which can be seen in the upper right corner of the game screen. Time events come with a countdown timer and will go off whether the player is prepared or not. These can include boss encounters, enemy rushes, or the character going into sudden status changes. Button events can be triggered at any time, at least until their counter runs down, and includes things like flashes of blinding light and localized earthquakes. In between adventures, the hero slash heroine and company can recuperate in town and engage in some powering up with the crystalline material called magic quartz. By fitting pieces of magic quartz into a clock light artifact, you get that the clock runs on quartz, it's a quartz crystal clock, that's clever. Set to have 13 hours, oddly enough, they can boost various stats, gain skills, or increase the likelihood of item drops, and someone's opening food. Sorry, I'm trying to keep myself awake. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. All right. No, go on, go on. I want to know what the fourth paragraph about the game said. Um, I already read it. Oh, uh, that's a shame. That's it. Okay. Well, I got the tea ready, so I'm good. It lasted Well, are you enough. interested at all in that game? Uh, yeah, sure. 
Well, you, you know, can see... at Hero 2, right? Uh, no. It's same game, same developer's new game. So oh, okay. Yeah, go sure. check that out. You can see screenshots of it in Japan Ammonium this week. And that is all we got for news. Mr. Glenn Wilson, since Sir. you're falling asleep, before you fall asleep, can you tell us um, if you have any picks or avoids this week? Hey, Chris, no releases? forgot something. What? How about the reviews? Yeah, well, who cares about reviews? I do, because <laughs> there's a magic carp on one of our buttons. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. Glenn, how about instead you tell us about the Sir. game you reviewed? Oh, uh, you want to talk about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky? I mean, you went through the effort of posting the review five months after the game the came out. Yeah. I mean, I could... <laughs> Posting reviews isn't that hard. <laughs> Writing the darn things. Yeah, why you bothered to write this review of a sure, game uh, no one I wants want to, to play, read a right? from it? No, just tell us about it. I'd rather read you a sentence from it. Okay. This is one this sentence. All right, sentence one. Conditioning how we behave and removing rational thought, merely believing an unborn action transforms it into reality, and just how a lion concealed in golden grass lies in wait, knowing the next movement will not occur until a grazing gazelle approaches within the range of attack. The pathetic creature crying in the shadows only initiates his approach toward the iron portculus at the very moment his belief in failure is so absolute, no other denouement could occur. And indeed, he dejectedly walks away from the structure, glaring disappointedly at the rock through watery lenses. What the hell? <laughs> what? So okay, so I was writing the review blog for this, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the game is really, really big on the children going woohoo. Yeah, it's like you and your partner Pokemon, and the both of you go woohoo together. Yeah, and your partner is this like a uh, you know pathetic coward. Yeah. And like two minutes after you meet him, he's like, oh, my life meant nothing until I met you and you complete me. And like you sit there and you watch the sunset together and you watch the full moon together. And it was just the gayest game I've ever played. (laughs) So I wrote about it in the review blog, making fun of how incredibly gay this game is because, you know, I played as a male and it happened that uh, the partner I picked was male. And they're like probably like 13 year old ish, like adolescent age, but they're Pokemon. And all they do is sit and think about how much they care about each other and how they complete each other. And, like, every chapter ends with your partner giving you a long speech of, like, here's what happened today in this chapter. He's like, yeah, I really realized when we were fighting the electric Pokemon together that I need you in my life. And, like, he talks like that all game. So in the review blog, uh, Maxstorm gave me permission to do that in the review and joke about, like, have the whole review be really ridiculous. So yeah. it's sort of like a maybe inside joke that only I would get and no one else, but it was still worth it. I did the opposite of that. And instead of having the first paragraph be like really silly and emphasizing how gay the game was, I had the first paragraph be like, you know, purple prose, as uh, Michael Baker said, you know, just way too like ridiculously over the top serious where I rewrote one of the like two minute scenes at the beginning of the game. <laughs> That's actually his scene at the beginning of the game. <laughs> yes, yes. The first paragraph highlights the first scene where you see your partner. He, he like, walks up to a guild, and he wants to walk into it, but he's too much of a wuss, and he runs away instead. So the first paragraph <laughs> says that. That is pretty gay. That's pretty... Yeah. You should probably explain that ever. at some point. Oh, I Yeah, guess yeah. Then later in the review, I talk about how it's bromantic and full Bro- of bro-hugs. Bromantic. <laughs> it's a bromance. Uh, they never really identify the gender of your partner. No, you, they do. They do. They tell you. I mean, it's Pokemon. They're male and female Pokemon. Oh, that's right. They They do that now. And you have to say your gender. So I mean, whatever your partner is is the same gender as you. 
Well, you um, you can pick any. So the idea is uh, the way you get your Pokemon is you have to take a personality test, right? Which is in and of itself a weird thing. Well, I mean, and if then, you're a girl, does the partner Pokemon also be a girl? No, you pick it. Oh, what it is is uh, the Pokemon are set on their genders. Can you so breed if, like, with your I, partner? If is the question no, I think everyone has. You don't get to. I think it's because you're like 13 year olds. I mean, uh, maybe this is what. Yeah. Most but in Pokemon years, you're adults, right? In this game, you're like kids. I mean, remember in Pokemon, you can hatch Pokemon and immediately yeah. set them to work breeding. I mean, yeah. th- th- we should. So you, by extension, in this game, technically, you should be able to breed like right out of the gate. I don't know why they're why they've got any sort of restrictions on that. No. Maybe it's because there aren't any nurseries. You can only Pokemon only breed in nurseries in front of children. Yeah, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works in the Pokemon world. <laughs> well, someone, please think of the children. Think of the children. No, I, I'm just I'm just faulting this game for lack of realism. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to breed my male companion every night like you wanted, but they didn't work that into the game. I love that. Pokemon's I, the, that's their next collection. I, I just always, I love how Pokemon conveniently forgets about aspects of its world when it, you know, would be inconvenient to have them come up. Well, in general, even in Pokemon, uh, you're not allowed to have boy Pokemon breed with boy Pokemon. I didn't say anything game. about that, but I mean, if you could have an opposite sex partner, then you'd think... You should be able to raise a family in Pokemon Explorers of the Sky. That's that's what's next, right? The Sims Pokemon? Maybe I missed out. Maybe if I played as a male Pokemon and had a female, one of those nights we watched the full moon together <laughs> talking about how much we cared about each See, other, there'd be an about egg the, there the next morning. I, I, I'd be like, I, hey, an That's egg. the thing. Think about, think about the purple fiction you could write based on that, you know? Or would it be slash fiction? What would that be at that point? Would that be... It wouldn't that, be fiction anyone would read. That would be the much, mature version mature of Pokemon. Mature version of Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, this one already had the, all the language in it to give me mental images of a uh, gay stuff. adolescent Pokemon getting it on. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it just didn't have any payoff at the end. So, so maybe maybe that's what will be is in that, the Is that what's next? You know, the 3DS is actually aimed at adults, and we're going to get the, you know that, that Pokemon black and white. Uh, 3D Pokemon doing it? The third one will be S&M. Um, I want to see a blue alligator and a red lizard get it on. I don't know about you. Not really. In 3D, <laughs> some of those combinations, I just I, I fear for the results of that. You know, yeah. And and the title of the review is based on a joke from the backtrack we recorded a couple weeks ago, where uh, we were talking about the terrible games that Nick's played. She'd played Demi Kids, and somehow it turned into some joke like, if this game were a Pokemon, it would be Magikarp. Got it. So, so the this... title is a joke that three other people would get. So this one's crap, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, there is a real review in here, too. I mean, I joked around a lot, but I actually go over the gameplay. It was just a really bad dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's kind of like a good opposite to Sheeran, which I'm playing now. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon was so bad because it was just really easy and mindless and boring. Sheeran is a bad uh, dungeon crawler because it's just too hard. You know, it punishes you too much, and a lot of times things go wrong, and it's not really your fault, and there's no strategy to it. You just kind of throw yourself into the dungeon over and over and over again. and yeah. So uh, I guess it'll be the, ne- the next two reviews I write, unless I finish Yo Mama Chronicles soon. It'll be probably Sheeran and this, and they're both going to get pretty low scores. So this one, this one doesn't easy. punish you too much, but it's too easy, you're saying, right? No, it doesn't really punish you at all. Yeah, There's okay. no punishment for dying. You don't, you don't like lose all your items in, in your inventory, which is standard. So you it know? just becomes boring. Yeah, you keep your character. I mean, the game's really easy. I mean, it, it keeps the Pokemon rules. So right. you're a water Pokemon. So if you go into, like, the fire dungeon... You're going to get, you know, critical hits against everything in the dungeon, and, you know, you could 
you know, you blow right through it. It's just way too easy. Right. And the, the balance is set for, like, children. And it's kind of set so that if you go into a dungeon that's opposite your element, so if you're a water Pokemon and you go in the lightning dun- electric dungeon, which was the, the hardest the game was for me because I was a water Pokemon, yeah. then, like, you know, every Pokemon in the dungeon gets critical hits on you or is which super effective against fun. you. Yeah. Right, but they made the game so easy that that's playable. Oh. So then if you're fighting Pokemon who are weak, who you're weak to, and that's playable, then everything else is just way too easy. Got it. Right? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Plus, the slot was just absurd. Yes, Sam? Random question for you. Um, Yes, ma'am. It it does have to do with this a little bit. Um, When we saw Atlas back in, at Run to the Sun, they kept saying that Sharon was a very accessible dungeon, you know, accessible dungeon. Since you're playing Sharon now, like, obviously Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is a completely accessible dungeon crawler why would they tote that sheeran is an accessible dungeon crawler if you're saying for an example that it's really hard and really punishing and half the time it's not your fault because they get paid to say that no yep. but i'm just curious why like i don't know like they lie some other reviews are saying it's they very lie. accessible i like too. that they lie <laughs> well, no, I, like, I, you know, I read I patrick dan's review for it i where he gives it a high score but he also in the review gives a guide for the right way to play the game and the right way to play the game involves go into a dungeon if things don't work out reset re-enter the dungeon yeah. if you don't you know we talked about it a little bit during the backtrack i think so i mean that's not an accessible game yeah. if you go into a dungeon and don't find a healing item in the first three floors and you're supposed to reset yeah. and start over is not something you want here's your introduction to the genre you've never seen it before do figure not out want. your own to reset the yeah. game yeah like I've never played a dungeon crawler, so I mean, when I was listening to you talk about, it, I was like, you know. And also, um, I think I read the IGN. Love to play one that's like that. Don't start with Sheeran, or and really don't start. No. The problem where, where Madras dungeon- in the chat room? Can't you change Sheeran to be in easy mode, where you don't lose items when you die? Yeah, you can. You can. Are you uh, doing so that? That would no, no. So that then maybe make, that's part of the problem, right? That would make the game. Yeah, I guess that would make the game accessible. The game would be really, really easy if you played in easy mode, because the real challenge comes from losing all your items when you die. So that's you, probably what they mean by it being accessible, then. I, yeah, I guess. Did they say easy mode? Well, apparently, I, I just. I'm, I'm asking I Sam. Did they say that? Um, they did mention. Now that you're refreshing my brain, I remember they did mention something like that. But I was thinking more in terms of even if you weren't using the easy mode, would it still be considered? No. Well, the, the, the problem is the game is set on the assumption you die constantly and you lose your weapons constantly. So there are ways in the game to build up really good equipment. But the assumption is that something horrible is going to happen and you're going to die and lose it at some point. If you play on easy mode and you just like build up and get a, you know, a really overpowered sword and a really overpowered shield and nothing can hurt you and you're tearing everything apart and you never lose that and it gets more and more and more powerful and you can keep building it up as you play well yeah that would take all the challenge away and then yes it would be very accessible but I just I just I feel like then Sheeran would have been way too easy alright well let's uh, let's move on to 3D Dot Game Heroes which is also reviewed this week. Uh, we don't have anybody who played it here, so I'm just going to plug you to the review. Say it got a 4 out of 5. Adrian's liking it. He says, It's terrific tribute to games old, plenty of side quests, great localization, fantastic character builder. Sometimes it gets a bit too retro. Not sure what he means by that. And the Flame Temple is, in its entirety, is a minus. So apparently that's a really bad or hard dungeon. So, Well, um, in that dungeon, what happens No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You don't want to know? It's nope. really funny. <laughs> I, okay. th- I want it to happen to me. Fine. That's that's why I haven't read his review at all. Just to say, if you if you get that far, Chris, we know how you are with games. Sometimes. Oh, you guys! 
Oh, I finally you guys. got you back for the oh, move. Oh, you guys. Oh, you guys. You guys are killing me. All right, I'm going to oh, get you, you back. What have you? What are your picks or avoids for this week, Sam? Um, my avoid is Monopoly. <laughs> really? Because that's what I played this week. The the board game or uh, one the of the game. electronics? Right. I had the worst uh, game of Monopoly of my life. Did, did you play the... against somebody who's like who knows how to do retail negotiation Look, and he manipulated you out all your money? Because that's what problem. I did. I played it with my nephew, who's eight. He'd never played a Monopoly game before. And I played it with my parents, actually. Now, my parents and I, we all have our version of Monopoly that we know we've all played. My nephew was convinced that, you know, you start off with $1,000, so you only get two 500 bills. And that really screwed the game up. We're trying to tell him, you know. No, you start you with 1500 everything. Yeah. And, you know. It's $1,500, yeah. He didn't want to listen, so no. we started playing it like that okay and pretty much my luck was shot every time i went around the board i hit income tax uh, did so you guys entire... do you guys play with the house rule where you put all the taxes on free parking and someone gets lands on yeah. free parking they get the yeah. money yeah that, that you know, also funny that you just brought game. this up it's yeah. because um i was just listening to the game spy debriefings that podcast of ryan scott and they break that they go into this big long monopoly talk where they break down the the bs that that rule is yeah and they just go on for like twenty minutes about so how they really that's hate not the how free you play parking. Monopoly. Yeah. That's not the real thing. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's it's, it's called a house rule, rules. which is also on the rules sheet. House rules. Here's how you do. Yeah, house they say rules. how it breaks the game and makes it too long and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just thought it's interesting that Monopoly came up twice. In I podcast. wouldn't say it makes it too long, but it can really turn the tide. Oh yeah, well that's exactly what happened to me. I never once was able to land on free parking. Yeah. And, you know, we'd build the pot and build the pot because, you know, stupid me keeps landing on, you the know, income tax. luxury tax, so, income tax. Someone was just taking your money, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And I only had, like, three properties because my nephew was in that mode of, I'm going to buy everything. Even if he didn't have enough money for it, he was still determined somehow he was getting it. Yeah. And then, you know, add that to my parents who were also playing the same way. Like, I was getting my handed to, my ass handed to me, and I'm thinking, like... Guys, I keep landing on income tax. I don't need any more, so I'm pretty sure I had to fold. Like, probably. So you can fold a monopoly? <laughs> yeah, you can just give I up. Just, yeah. I just, you know what? I, I sold my properties off, and I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. I have really crappy luck. <laughs> I'm not, like, and that just made me so sad, because I do like playing monopolies. I mean, I, I have my revenge rule where if I build up enough ones, I'll pay people in ones. And I didn't even get to do that, which made me really sad. <laughs> if you build up oh. enough ones. <laughs> You're yeah. so vindictive. Yeah, wow. I am. All right. Uh... I have a real pick, though, which is Kirby. Oh, <laughs> good. A real pick. Yay. Sorry, which Kirby? I, I am playing Squeak Squad. Ah, I played that a while ago. That's good. It's a bit it's easy, a... though, though. So. I don't mind that it's easy just because the last couple games I've been playing, like... I'm playing for when we do RPG backtrack in June. Yeah. We're doing a Fantasy Star one, and which of course is relevant to Kirby. No, it's not relevant to Kirby. It's just oh. that's the other game I've been playing. Oh, okay. And like, I've only beaten one Fantasy Star game, which was Fantasy Star Four, and I loved it. I'm now playing Fantasy Star One, and I'm realizing that this is you know the biggest grind fest ever, and pretty much in order for me to advance at all in this game. I have to grind in the first area so that I can go get the best equipment for that area and then grind again to get more money. Have you never played a Final Fantasy? 
That's kind of no, how they like work. No, oh, I know, I know, there's iron I mean. armor now. I need to go get money and buy the iron armor for everybody. Oh, look, there's it's bronze armor now. I better go get the... <laughs> Hush you. <laughs> no, it's just more of I haven't really played much of the, the, the story yet. And I know there's more of a story. Like, I'm supposed to go get Odin right now. I'm like, no, need to keep grinding. Need to get, you know, better armor. Because if I go in the dark cave, I'm going to get butt handed to me. And, um, like, we decided that we were all going to play different Fantasy Star games for the backtrack. So, okay. you know, I've played Fantasy So that way Star none games. of you would be able to relate to each other at all? No, like, we, <laughs> I know James has played, like, all of them. Yeah. At least, like, in little bits. So, yeah. I mean, he can talk about them. Whereas I've only played Fantasy Star 4. I've now started playing a little bit of 1. I have played some of 3 and 2. Just, again, they're punishingly hard games. Mm -hmm. So it's just me finding patience for so Kirby is a nice... So a lot of uh, people don't like 3, which is sad, because I love what the idea of what 3 tries to do. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the generation system. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes... I, I'm hoping we'll make Agarest more fun. Because it's, yeah, I'm sure. That's going to oh. work out great. Yeah. But So, you know, outside of playing Fantasy Star, you know, I needed something easy. I found Squeak Squad really cheap, so I picked it up. And I'm already in the second uh, world. <laughs> And it's, yes. it's just, it's really fun. Like, I don't mind it being mind-numbingly simple. And I think it's just because the last couple of games, like I said, I've been playing, have been really difficult. Yep. So every so often you need something easy. And yes, Noodle, I have played Superstar Ultra. I've played it many times. <laughs> what system is Squeak Squad for? I can't keep yes. them straight. DS. DS. Is that the most recent one that came out? No, Superstar no, Ultra Superstar came out. Ultra. Because I had one of the Kirby games in the Game Boy a long time ago, and I did kind of think it was fun, but not enough that you know what I hear you know, is the best Kirby game. To Kirby games. The huh? one that you know what I hear is like the best Kirby game um, is like the original one on the NES, just because it's a shining example of like a very well done technically NES game. I, I guess a lot of people like the SNES ones, but I mean, go go back and try some of the old ones, and it sounds like that's like the the best way to find the best Kirby games. Noodle, so, would, noodle would tell us better. Nix, what do you want to do with your copy of Squeak Squad when you're done with it? Keep it. Aww. <laughs> do you want Do you want me to send it to you? Yeah. Maybe. This is so sad. Okay. <laughs> In the chat room, they're like, Superstar Ultra is the best Kirby game. It's a bunch of mini games. It can't be a best anything. It has like one real Kirby game in it, and it's like 20 minutes long. I, I love the... Are you talking about the um, Superstar the Ultra? Vector? Whichever, the Super the, Nintendo the, or the DS, the, it's the same thing. No, I'm just saying, you're saying there's one real Kirby game. Yeah, in like the, the first Ultra, thing you do, you the, the, the first spring. one where you go you go through the Springfields and there's a tree and you beat it and you, you're done. Because, you know, the treasure hunting one was fairly long and that yeah. was very close to being a real Kirby game. If that's okay, what so call that's it. what I, I got to do. I got to play more treasure hunting, is what you're saying. Well, I don't know. I liked the games in Superstar Ultra. I thought, like, the Meta Knight one was fabulous. And I love the Milky Way Galaxy. Like, I, I know, the but they're just, they they're stopped. short. Like, super short. And it's like, eh. I'd rather, like, well, no. I'd rather, like, a full-on platformer. Like, that first part of Superstar oh, yeah, Ultra. Like, and just being... make it go. Because isn't that, like, just a piece out of one of the previous games, too? I believe so. Yeah, so it's like, forget that. I want, like, that extended. Kind of like Squeak Squad, but harder. Oh, that's me. Why are we talking about Kirby? Oh, my God. It's the, uh, the picks of the week. Yeah, that's you're right. Pick. No, I know, but we've been talking about it way too long. Uh, Glenn, what did, what did you have for this week? 
Oh, one game that I would recommend this week. I want to read a description of it for you. Yeah, go for it. It says, uh, improved playability permeates every aspect of the gameplay experience. One-button menu shortcuts, streamlined team equipment changes, incredibly short load times, other tweaks and enhancements create an ideal pace for portable gaming. Those are the improvements in Persona 3 Portable, since you asked earlier. (laughs) Boom! And there's also a free Junpei hat, so uh, order now. Also a free Junpei hat. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, uh, of the games I've played lately, I'd still stick to, I still play Soul Silver every now and then, and there was actually, there was a review for that index this week that we glossed over, but uh, Ocelot reviews it and gave it a 4 out of 5. I still think Pokemon Soul Silver is maybe the, the best Pokemon game made, probably the most accessible one too, so I would still say if people Are, haven't jumped in oh, that. Oh, 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 you jerk. The simpler mm-hmm. menu-based world interface for, for Persona 3 Portable, that's baloney. That makes the game worse. I liked wandering around the shopping mall, and they take that away. So forget that. That's a bad thing about Persona 3 Portable. But you haven't played Persona 3 Portable. I looked, I heard about this. This is, they take that away. Yeah, well, I heard, I heard from someone it was better. How? Because you go through a menu? You like Doesn't that matter, more? I heard it. I already know that I like going through the... <laughs> no, no. The... Oh, you know what? I haven't played it yet either, but I actually heard it. I think it's better. No, that's baloney. I don't need to play it to know if a feature like that is better or worse. I'm sorry, but something called one-button menu shortcut? That sounds awesome. That's no, it says simpler menu-based world interface, and I saw a video of this. Instead of wandering VI around, advance, if Final Fantasy VI Advance had one-button menu shortcuts and streamlined team equipment changes, I would have bought it. Okay. And that's why Good I think this for is worth you. Buying. Good for you. Plus, you get a hat. <laughs> and, like you can abs- date, and you can date Junpei. See, this is it's why like you don't try and have a discussion Free with Glenn. Hat. Free hat. But no, I said my more serious pick was uh, Pokemon Soul Silver or Heart Gold. No, we've I just already think talked it's a good about entry Pokemon. point. Yeah, yeah. It is, and, uh, it is actually, it's excellent. I've I found it to be the most interesting out of the ones I've played, which is only three of them now. Um, the most interesting out of the stories. Yeah, and now we have a uh, two two positive reviews up for it on the site. Yeah, that's if I if I get really bored this week, I might write one too. We'll see. As for misses, the only game I played lately that I didn't really like. And Jumison might not like this, and neither might Phil Willis, but uh, I started Castlevania Order of Ecclesia this week and found the Oh, I'm about to start that. Right, like today, I'm about to start that. Want to keep my mouth shut then? No, go right ahead. Oh, are you going to spoil it? Yeah, I was going to say the ending. There's Dracula. Oh, no, no, don't you dare. No, forget it. (laughs) There's Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) I've only played you. (laughs) I only played it for about three hours. I, uh, I don't really like it. Then I got Yo oh, Mama Chronicles to play. So well, Mama like ER Chronicles. <laughs> what did you uh, like about it? My, uh, what, I, what didn't I like about it? Yeah, yeah what didn't you like about it? It's not fun. I don't know. It's not fun. <laughs> this is from one of our game reviewers. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. That's true. It makes me Three feel bad. <laughs> no, it's uh... Three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I guess, I don't, I don't like the bounce and the way it feels. I mean, it's, I know it's a very recycled Castlevania formula, but for me, there's a really thin line between when, like, after Symphony of the Night, which I think is still the best one. You know, some mm-hmm. some of them would feel a little too easy, and some of them feel a little too hard. I mean, I just think it's Konami doesn't always hit the balance right for me. And just so far, Order of Ecclesia setup is kind of like it stages. So it kind of reminds me more of like Castlevania Three, where it's like you know you're going from stage to stage. 
but it's mm-hmm. not as fun as Castlevania 3. Uh-huh. So I, get, I mean, I guess that's my problem with it is that it reminds me so far more of an old school Castlevania where you're just running through these kind of stages, but they're really bland, really boring. I just, it kind of, it makes me want to, I don't know, is Castlevania 3 available on the virtual console? Because it, it makes me want to download that and play it. Because I haven't played Castlevania 3 in a really long, like, you know, are you gonna be? Are you going to be on this week's Backtrack? Because um, I'm going to be on that show. I'm going to be talking about the handheld Castlevanias. No, I only played one of the GBA ones, and it was okay. the first one I Could played. They that never time invite me on that show. It's like I don't play games or something. I don't know what's going on. Why don't you, you don't finish yourself. games? That's the problem. Yeah, is that what it is? You have to invite yourself to the I'm backtrack. the only one on this podcast who's finished Final Fantasy 13. Let me point that out to you again. I don't so when we do our Final Fantasy XIII backtrack in 10 years, you'll be on that one. No, apparently three years. We've established nostalgia is three years. I'm in a hotel. I can't In, in a hotel. It's, it, if you're in a hotel, nostalgia rules kick in at three years. That's how it works. You know, because it's funny that you didn't play the other ones. So I was going to ask you, like, how do you feel this compared to Dawn of Sorrow or uh, Portrait of Ruin? Oh, by the way, Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse is on Virtual Console for 500 yeah, points. I'm tempted. Well, uh... Well, Manny, I, I have played all three of the ones in the DS now, and uh, mm. I uh, of Sorrow, the the one the one that says DS, Dawn of Sorrow yeah. is uh, my favorite, and I liked Area of Sorrow a lot, but I didn't play the other two GBA ones. I did not Dawn like Portrait of, of Ruin. I, I played almost all of uh, no, Portrait of Ruin. Sorrow. Got about to the end, just couldn't take it anymore. I didn't like it. You know, we'll it, I think in a lo- Order of Ecclesia in a lot of ways is a reaction to Portrait of Ruin, and it gave people really what they wanted for a long time. And it's a reaction to Don Osaro, too. There, there was no Ayami Kojima. There was none of that hardcore difficulty. You know, there was – I mean a lot of what they did in this game were responses to criti- uh, criticism of the first two. We'll see. I mean, well, Mike did tell me it gets better. He said the beginning is really rough, and I told him where I was in the game, and he said that was the part that was really rough. So I mean, I'm, I haven't given up on it yet, but I mean, for you know, for for platformers like that, you really need to grab me at the start. It's not my favorite type of video game, so you can't mm-hmm. be crappy for the first five hours and then get good because I'll give up. You know, I was actually really happy to see Ayami Kojima come back because I was just as soon as I started playing, I, I usually I do a sample playthrough of a game before I play for real. That's just kind of crazy I am. So I played for like maybe two hours without reading any story, and what I did see though, I really did enjoy. I mean, it felt quick. I like that the attack buttons are in two buttons, so I felt like I could do some bang out some quick combos. I mean, it was hitting a lot of the little notes that I, I really enjoyed. Okay, we'll see. I, I mean, I, I'll pick it back up when I By finish By the way, Yomama. who's Ayami Kojima? Oh, she's the famous artist who did the work for oh, um, okay. Portrait of, not, uh, excuse me, uh, Symphony of the Night. She was the main artist in Symphony of the Night. She does a lot of them then, right? Yeah, yeah, but they dropped her for uh, mm-hmm. Dawn of Sorrow and Portrait of Ruin. They went with a, with a really cliched anime look that just made the game look really crappy, honestly. Okay. Just in the cutscenes, though. I mean, in oh, but it was just—it just killed it. Okay. It just killed the mood so badly, though. All you have to do is hide the cover. You take the case that has the goofy, terrible-looking anime look, and you put it in a bag, and then you play the game, and it doesn't bother. No, you. but you see those faces every time you play the game, though. It just really killed the mood. Oh goodness! You, you got used to this sort. Of, you got part of what makes uh, Castlevania so good is a stylistic tone it creates. You know, it's a very gothic, foreboding kind of castle. And then you and you look at it and you look like you're watching, I don't know, the latest episode of Naruto or Gundam or something. It's like, that's not what Castlevania is. Yeah, you're not crazy. I mean, I saw the people who were ticked off about that. It just, it didn't bother me that much. I mean, yeah, I would have preferred for the original style, but it didn't, you know, infuriate me that there were big-eyed anime creature humans talking in cutscenes. You know, it kind of put me off so much I didn't even buy Dawn of Sorrow, and Aria of Sorrow was my favorite all-time GBA game. You should play Dawn of Sorrow and get over yourself. 
Nah, I got Order of Ecclesia. It does the same thing. No, no, no. Don Donosaro was better. I, I like the soul yeah. system. And I hey, just, according to Shane Benhausen, he told me personally that that is the best. Not really personally. No, 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 no. He said that before <laughs> he played the game. So it's kind of like you dissing P3P. No, I'm dissing one feature of P3P, which I can easily evaluate before playing the game. I don't know what you're talking about. What did, so what did Shane say before he played the game? He said Order of Ecclesia was going to be the, the new bestest Castlevania ever. Like, better than... Um, no, the secret best. The secret best? <laughs> that's his, yeah. That's his thing. It's the secret best. Secret best. And yeah, it was based on a preview build that he had seen, like, once. <laughs> he played for, like, 20 minutes. It's like, this game's going to be the best thing ever. And then he played the whole thing. It was like, um, yeah, no, it's good, but no, nah, it's not better than... You know, the combo system is nice, and I do thing. like that you can customize characters. I just I prefer the Aria Sorrow, Dawn of Sorrow soul system more than I like the glyph system in this one. Mm. But I mean, it's still okay. I have no problem with the glyph system. Like you said, like being able to make combos and pick what I weapons. I just like that you can put you two different weapons in like two hands at the same time. I just I felt great. Like as I'd, I'd have enemies coming at me straight on, so I'd have to use my forge slashing rapier, and then I'd have guys above me, and then I use like my big broadsword. And before I'd have to go into the menu and switch out a weapon to suit the enemies I was fighting against, or spend a lot of time jumping up and down trying to hit people. But now I just feel like I'm equipped for no matter yeah. what situation. And then the special attacks too. I like it when you get two different weapons on each hand and then when you combine mm-hmm. them so like you sometimes it involves a, a third different way to hit enemies really well no i mean i like all the options and the it's really yeah. easy to i mean it feels like the core gameplay has just been like expanded and there's like a lot more variety to the actual core gameplay that it just jump slash jump slash now it's like jump slash like whack shoot use special combo <laughs> now, now you can this. whack as well as jump and slash <laughs> i'm just saying it's just, you'd be surprised jump you're and just slash. adding like you know Cliche Bam, Batman. Bam! Yeah, <laughs> Boom! Bang! Clash! Fine, fine. Vertical strike. Horizontal Vertical strike. strike. <laughs> Magic attack. Here, Manny, Absorbed. does it have jetpacks? If it had jetpacks, it would make it better. Does, does it have, like, um, grappling hooks that I can attach two things to each girl. other? I mean, you're, what you're does it girl. have? Can't use Are you playing Just Cause? Yeah, I, I am. Yeah. Just Cause. Did you and... get Just Cause? No, I didn't get it. No. Oh. I should. I really should. It looks good. But, but Manny, you didn't have a problem. Like, I've already had a, like, level grind once in order of ecclesia just to like get past one of the stages like i encountered a stage where like i died in three hits so i had to like run through the first screen like i that was usually enough to gain a level leave first screen gain a level leave and do that four or five times and then i i built up enough stats that i was able to survive past the the first few enemies like i've already had to stop and level grind once and just to me that's like poor gameplay balance and design but then again, Portrait of Ruin was kind of too easy at the same time. Even though you had two characters and you were, you know, you had them juggle switching between the two of them, and it was never really much of a challenge getting through that one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with Portrait of Ruin being too hard. I just didn't think it was that fun. I didn't like the stage setup. I didn't like like jumping through the portraits and getting to these really tiny stages. And no, I just I didn't. Oh, that really... circus level! I hated that circus level. Yeah, I did too. Except I never got to it. All right. I only got to the pyramid level, which is wasn't Portrait Ruin just like you and a whip. I mean, wasn't that pretty much it? Like they really streamlined and a girl. it back to an old school and one. And a girl, and a girl, and a girl. Right, but I mean, you you couldn't customize. Could you even customize your weapons in that? I can't remember. You can get weapons. Like um, honestly, you didn't even usually use your whip because it was kind of crappy. I used a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, you okay. could still choose weapons. Though the girl seemed to always have the spell book, right? Yeah, right. she was different. Or whatever. All right, so that's uh, that's our Castlevania cast. Uh, pretty good. 
<laughs> come back for more. A lot of, on a lot of details on Castlevania games. Um, oh, <laughs> Sam, are you still here? Recent, right? Sam. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying about Sheeran being uh, accessible? Sorry, oh, I just good. remember. Yeah. So the IGN reviewer didn't play more than a few hours of it because I read that review. And I Why are you from- reading an IGN review and taking it seriously is my question. Well, she said she saw some reviews where they said it was too accessible. Yeah. Or they said it was not too I'm accessible. I'm asking Nick why she's reading an IGN review and using it to form an opinion. I actually didn't read that one. Aha. Oh. Well, I, I did. Respect restored. So that's another <laughs> like possibility. The like, one and a couple others that were saying it's it's fairly accessible. And I'm thinking, not from what Glenn tells me, but okay. <laughs> the beginning of the game is really easy in Sheeran. Yeah, you're looking like, for... All right, never mind. Yep. So if reviewers aren't the type that feel like they need to play no. the whole... Like, no, you, you no, can read Glenn, my Glenn let's, be, let's be clear here. Bloggers aren't the type to play more than an hour or two before putting up their post. Like, oh, this is very accessible. Look at this. It's great. I think I give it a five out of five. Uh, How far you played? Yeah, like, two and a half hours? <laughs> like, even in my review blog, you can read where I've, you know, put my foot in my mouth several times. Because my first impression of the game was I said it was really easy and I thought the whole game would be easy and it would be boring. And then, like, you just hit this wall. You Maybe a third of the dungeons, or maybe half the dungeons through the game, where, like... I mean, I, I made my way through maybe the first two-thirds of story in about five hours, and yeah. then the last 25 hours, I've been in the last third of the story. Someone's you putting their kinda... foot in your mouth in the chat room. It's very weird. No, actually, it says she pets her foot in your mouth. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Man, the chat room's it's already odd in, today. It's, it's already in your mouth, and now she's just petting it gently. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, have, I have a pick for this week. I have two picks. Um, okay. Let's go. First off, Lord of Ultima, is, it's very fun. Uh, it's fun yes, to the point yes. where I decided to actually buy some of the premium items. Not, I didn't spend a lot of money. I spent like ten bucks. I don't know that I'll be doing much. So more you're one than of the, that. you're the ten percent that supports the rest of us. I'm one of the two percent <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, so can you I, give me five sentences of background on what this game is? You Lord said it's of a Ultima is ba- it's a browser only game. It's kind of a it's an MMO slash strategy game where you build up. You have a persistent town. You build up your town. You generate resources. You build better buildings. Upgrade your buildings. Then you can go out and optionally choose to conquer other cities, steal their resources. You could explore dungeons and get resources by completing them and doing quests, or you could just cooperate with each other and just expand your empire um, in a non-player versus player method by just. Uh, you know, building new cities and building them up too. So it, it's kind of a game based completely around grinding, unless you choose to get into the PvP. Seventh, um, I can give you a quick. Uh, did you play Crystal Chronicles? My Life as a King, or do you remember that? <sighs> that qualifies because it's a strategy game. But I mean, come on. No, but it's like the same basic formula. You're sending up characters. You're building yeah, your that town. That one wasn't fun. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like that <laughs> game. But if the, it's like that game, if it was good. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. And the <laughs> interface is better. See, this is the sort of game where a one-click menu interface is very helpful, actually. <laughs> so, um, you're kind of, yeah, so you're in charge of a town, and you build it up, and you expand it, and that sort of thing going on. So it's it's got a strategy aspect where you kind of need to worry. People can't, unless you choose to participate in PvP, they can't take over your city. But they can still plunder you, so you do need to worry about your city's defense. You know, so you gotta, you wait, gotta wait, think wait. about I, what you're... I can still get plundered. You can get plundered, even if, I don't yeah. have a even oh, if you don't have a castle. So that's why you know what you do. You build ten. Uh-huh. It, if you build like enough level ten hideouts, uh, you could just do all your resources in there. I mean, so that's what that's how you eventually make your city immune to plundering. Uh, there's strategies. There's a wiki. Um, people are you know how to make your city very unappealing to plunders. You just make it so, so, wait, that so they if waste I build more a castle... money. 
someone can actually come into my castle and take over my whole town and that's yes. if I'm dead? Um, yeah, I don't know how it works with your last town, to be quite honest. Okay. Nobody's ever made that clear to me, but it uh, sounds like it. Because <laughs> I would hate to spend all that money, like... Buying a buying a minister and all that stuff, and then someone just takes over my home Take base. Your last town. Yeah, done. I don't. I, I don't think they can, but you got to check on that. I what I was gonna do is I was gonna make a second city and put the castle on that one. Because mm. you don't need the uh, castle to make a second city. All right. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's Lord of Ultima. It's very fun. We've got a RP Gamer Alliance going on World Five. So if you want to join and uh, just give my me or Michael an in, uh, a message, and we'll invite you. Uh, I'm my username is Nabul N U B U O. Um, Firemist's name is Firemist F I R E M Y S T. Send us an invite. Join our alliance and talk. I think uh, some people left our alliance because we weren't talking enough. So we need to talk more. And, All right, I'm Rising Sun. If you wanna. Yes, too. Rising Sun, Simple. and give us the friends, and that'll be fun. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so that, that's Lord of Ultimate. There's not much else to say on it. It's just one of those little browser-based strategy games. The, 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 these exist in other areas, but this is the first one I've seen for free like this on the web that's got a bunch of people playing yeah. it. So. EA outdid themselves this one. Well, except the servers keep going down. Yeah, I've noticed that, They need too. to work on that. Um, and I don't know how long it'll last. I, I think after a month we might get bored, but we'll, we'll see how long we can run with it. Let's have fun with it in the meantime. The other one I've been playing is uh, Monster Hunter Try. So mm. I, I actually broke that out, started playing it, and my goodness, it's a lot better than I thought it would be. And <laughs> it's actually enough where I don't mind playing it. I was scared, you know, based on the PSP demos I've played in the past, that I was going to hate this game. It was just going to be, oh, man, I can't beat anything. No, they ease you into it very gradually, and I feel like I'm grinding my character up to be a, a top-class monster hunter, and I'm learning the game. and so it, it's not, not not a scary game, but what I need to do now is start playing online with some people, and I've been All having right. trouble finding some people to play with. Do you want me to do a game night? I can just easily just make that the top pick for the next game night. That would be very fun, yeah. I was going to say, right. um, there's two people on staff playing it, Chris. Yeah, I don't know who they are. Uh, Ocelot is playing it, and okay. so is uh, Green New. All right. Tom. So we need to. Oh, I knew Tom was, but I haven't seen him on since I was got high enough to play. So, yeah. Yeah, no... Um, you can talk to Becky or Ocelot. She's this been game, playing, and she's like in love with it right they, now. They totally screwed this up. Um, to add friends on this game, you have to both be online at the same time. You can't uh, add someone as a friend when they're offline. So you can't like add them as a friend when you see their name in a message board thread, for example. By the way, in our message boards, board.rpgamer.com, go to our role-playing games. Inside there is a Monster Hunter Try thread. You can put your contact info in there. But again, the only time you can add someone's contact info is when you're both playing. So figure that out. But we can, we can try and schedule some times or something. I don't know how to work this out. But you can also uh, just maybe. join random games. I just haven't done it yet. I wanted to play with some friends and do some. I'll Skype try to do a game night chats. then. Yeah. I'll, I'll make that. If you guys want to play, go into the voting. Yeah. There's um, not much else this week. I'm just going to put up uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, what's that? What else is uh, the start? Pokemon. What the hell is that game? Uh, Halo Reach beta. We already did Pokemon, oh. Glenn. Yeah, we did so, it twice Glenn in a row. Glenn loves Pokemon. We did it, <laughs> it twice? I don't even remember the second time. I must have been busy. Yeah, no one showed up. Oh. <laughs> Great. So Halo no, Reach beta. No staff members showed up a second time. Oops. Did you kids talk about Mountain Blade ever? Just uh, curious. You did, I think. I think I had you on and talk about it a couple times. You mean like a year and a half ago? Yeah, I do. It's on my mind because uh, my brother started playing it recently and thought it was like this huge, great, fun, addictive. Yeah, everyone I've heard game. who actually plays Mountain Blade seems to love it. Yeah, so 
that would be my other that would be my third pick for this Your third week pick. How be... much is that? Is that on sale somewhere? That's been That's on sale a number of times for like five dollars. You know? Yeah, I mean it's I mean it was originally just digital distribution, so I'm sure you can find it online somewhere for cheap, but yeah, um, it like that was a game that went under a lot of people's radars. Gamers like said, Gate, every... I think, has that one, so go look there or Steam probably has it too, so Everyone I've heard who tried that game really liked it. And I mean, I gave it a positive review and I thought it was a fun game. Yep. Um, Badger Lord in the chat room. Yes, Monster Hunter Tri comes with the new Wii Classic Controller Pro for an extra $10. That's a $60 bundle. And then if you get it on its own, the game is just 50 bucks, and the controller on its own is 20 bucks. So that's another bonus about Monster Hunter Tri. You get that nice black Classic Controller Pro, which puts the shoulder buttons the way they're supposed to be instead of right next to each other. <laughs> which is really... the. On the current classic controller, you get these two little buttons for L2, which are stupid because they're in line with L1, and it doesn't make any sense. So, Sorry. Um, all right. I think that's all we got this week, right? Anything else anyone wants to plug? Anyone have, like, a fourth or fifth or 26th pick? I didn't uh, have a single one. Oh, okay. We didn't. We need to plug 3D Dog you, Heroes. You plugged uh, Order of Ecclesia, Manny. All right. <laughs> Why, did yeah, you have something else you wanted to do? Oh, okay. 3D Dot Heroes. Well, it's out next um, week, right? No, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I just wanted to say again that we reviewed it and it got a positive review. All right. Um, um, everyone, okay. go to the, the go to the official 3D.GameHeroes.com website and click on Media. That is my favorite song in the game so far that plays in the background there. So enjoy the music. Go play on the website. Look forward to that in a couple weeks. What do you got, Sam? Uh, I was going to say it's the second month of uh, Year of Tales, so we're playing Destiny this month. So, so how does the, how does this year that? culminate with suicide? I mean, is you play enough of these and then you just end it so you don't have <laughs> don't to know. go through anymore? I, I understood I Final Fantasy because people actually want to play those, but what hey, about these? There are people who actually want to play Tales games. Right. We actually had a good response for Fantasia oh, one. So. All right, I should play you know some what? of those. I should find I, like the highest rated Tales game that everyone loves the but the most, and I should play that one. That would probably be either Symphonia or. Yeah, Symphonia Spirit? seems to be the one that everybody says is absolutely fantastic. Symphonia. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. GameCube. Right. I, I'm a huge fan of Abyss. I liked Abyss quite a bit. I also like Legendia, which I know Glenn hates. That's okay. We do. I'd oh, Symphonia. I played games. the demo for this. Didn't look that good. Oh, wait, no, I played the demo for the second one. Oh, yeah, no, the, not the Dawn of the New World. You didn't like the sequel? The you didn't like the sequel to Symphonia? I don't have a Wii, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need more defenders. Good luck finding Symphonia. All right. My problem you know with Tales games was that Tales of Symphonia was the first one I played. And I was like, this game is great. I bet all the Tales games are like that. And no. then I tried Lids of India, and it was terrible. And then I tried Abyss, and it was not not good. Not no, good. you know what Plus, I you know what I want to play not Symphonia. I want to play the game that made people look forward to Symphonia. Where did this series start? Like, what's the one that got people like into it in a retro nostalgic I can, I can, feeling? I can tell you why I looked forward to Symphonia. It's because I had a GameCube and there were only two RPGs for it, and then Symphonia <laughs> came out and I bought it and played it. I mean, that all right, was all right. Well, someone yeah. in the someone in the threads, give me give me a good argument about like here's here's the history of, like why people like this series because this game on the Super Nintendo or this game or just this psychological factors about GameCube well, RPGs or whatever it is. I say this I one. Sorry. No, no, I want to leave it to the listeners. Well, my, is that my guess is that Symphonia is what drew people to the Tales games. All right, all right. I didn't. I don't think any of the ones before Symphonia I've really heard anything good about. I mean, I, I know people Legendia like the has PlayStation fan. One one. 
We all, exactly, that's the only one we got before Symphonia yeah. was Destiny, and Destiny actually had a fairly positive response when it came out. Yeah. Um, I think playing it now, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of Destiny, but I'm gonna try oh. to play it again. Okay. Um, we're doing Eternia next month, which is one I've never played, and apparently that one is another uh, game that's incredibly positive as well. Like yeah. has a lot of positive response. And I'm playing that on the PSP, which only came out in Europe, so that's gonna uh. be kind of awesome. Okay. Well, with that, I think we're gonna wrap up. I've got a new issue of EGM I should read, and because uh, that's back from the dead this week. Good job. And uh, Noodle is going to see Conan's show tonight. Man, how did she get tickets? That's nice. Oh, he's going to be in Dallas, but it's going to be a, a work-from-home week, so I can't oh, see him. Oh, that's too bad. Aww. She looked up his schedule. I tried, to, I tried to get tickets for Chicago, but they're all sold out. The only ones they have are like $500 super package tickets, which I'm not going to do. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really. You value an iPad more than Conan? Yes. <laughs> then one night of seeing Conan? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, final things to let you know. Email us at podcast at armygamer.com if you'd like to give us feedback. Uh, call that Google voice number, which is 608-729-4098. Right? I believe so. And you can also leave us feedback on the message boards at board.rpgamer.com. Uh, look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, leave us your feedback on what you like to see in the show and anything you want to talk about. We will read it on the show. And I don't know what else. I'm trying to think. What else should we plug people? Oh, follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash RPGamer. Follow us. Come chat with us in, ah, come chat with us in the chat room at RPGamer.com slash live or uh, IRC.esper.net. And that's it. We will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Later.